my avid followers from the beginning of this podcast knew it as Pleasure Seeking, named after my new book, The Magic of Pleasure Seeking. As soon as my book is available to pre-order, I'll announce it here. Ladies and gentlemen, I have today a very special guest. Um, And I know I say that a lot, but this is really a special guest. He's my brother. He's literally family to me. Um, look, uh, I have Jason Zook is with me today. We'll see him in just a few minutes. Now, who is he? He's, um, well, he's a psychic medium similar to myself. He's an attorney. He's licensed to practice law in Florida and Texas. Missouri, MS is Missouri. Is that right? Alabama and New Jersey. He has a Bachelor of Arts from the University of Tampa, his Juris Doctorate from Nova Southeastern University, and an LLM from the Master's in Law from um, the International and in International and Comparative Law from Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. He's a psychic medium, as I said, and he has been providing accurate, intuitive advice and guidance within many different social contexts since 2004. And we're going to ask him exactly why, what that date is and uh, how it's relevant to this type of work. Now, in January 2017, Jason decided to offer intuitive guidance professionally. Now, that's a big jump because I went through that myself. And when you get finally to the professional level, you seem to put your face on the line. And it's after so much, such a very long journey uh, so that he can provide clients with a chance to gain insight on matters within their life, uh, which require attention. But by working with others to confront their obstacles and challenges, Jason himself aspires to provide clarity like we all do and reassurance, which is much more important to those seeking advice. We'll be talking about how to contact him. He's also a podcaster. He has his own podcast called the Social Psychic Radio Show. You have to check it out. So let's get Jason you got me smiling. <laughs> I've got. How come every time we talk, we're always smiling? That's a good thing, right? We're laughing even more than smiling. And it hasn't even started like last time for your audience. You know, you came on my show, no, and we had a very similar I know, experience. But, but you know, the, you kept saying when I was on your show, "Look at this." There's so much synchronicity. And then when we got down to the telephone numbers, look at this, the telephone number. Oh, see, the last four numbers. I know, we look deeply into things <laughs> like that. I uh, I love I love your intro. Thank you so much. The only thing I'll say is I'm Mississippi, not Missouri. Oh, okay, but that's okay. okay. I don't, because I, don't worry. That's, what I, is you know Missouri? M-A? What is Missouri? M-O. Ah, that's M-O. right. That's right. That's right. I was one of those nerds when I was a little kid. I memorized all the capitals and all the abbreviations and, I, and all the presidents in a row. I was, I, was, I was nerdy like that. All right. Now, wait a minute. I didn't say anything compared to what I could have said about you. I know there's so many God. life-changing You events. did amazing. Are you kidding me? I, I love it. I know it. I, um, I'm one of those people that I don't really like to 
I'm not that I don't brag about myself, but I don't talk about things sometimes that I probably should. Yeah. Like yeah. my mom was on my show yesterday for the first really? time ever I interviewed her about Woodstock. Woo! Yeah, she was at Woodstock. Oh, that's right. So that's right. It's on my bucket list to highlight that on my show. And so I got her on there and she had to bring up the fact that I went to Georgetown. I like, don't oh. do that. I just, <laughs> so I appreciate your invite. I don't really talk about everything I do. Um, yeah, yeah. I just think, you know, we are who we are. But, you know, the interesting part about at what you do and, and what we do as psychic mediums, you know, I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, scratch the surface there because everybody is different and, and we mediums get a bad deal of people just always, uh, well, they don't believe us, uh, they test us, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, when you really hit home is when, you know, the hairs stand on end. Um, so let's get down to the nitty gritty. Okay. Now, I know that there were a lot of things and it's something started, uh, if I don't, uh, if my memory serves me, with the passing of your grandfather. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. My grandfather died August 12, 2004. And that's oh, the night okay. I realized I was a psychic medium for the first Why? time because he came through to me. When? How? After he well, passed? Okay. Yeah. So here's what happened. I, I was, and this is something interesting. I was, I was finding out from my mom yesterday too, is like, we've had it run in our family. My brother's intuitive. My, my mom, my grandmother was it. My great grandmother was her mom. And we're from like that side of families from Eastern Europe, Hungary, right. okay. Prague, you know, Czech Republic. So we're talking area. three generations. So, a couple generations, yeah, but those generations are still, you know, I'm obviously still involved. And my brother just texted me the other day and he was in shock that he had a premonition that a ceiling fan would catch on fire. And the then it ceiling did. Fan. And then he had a ceiling fan? His or yours? His own, yeah. And after that, he had his AC unit fail and he <laughs> thought about that before and it happened. So he writes me at like 11 at night via text message and he goes, he goes, what do you think this is? I'm like, intuition, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> intuition. <laughs> We've had it in the family for years. Simple. And he showed me a picture of the Burt fan. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You're intuitive. I never doubted that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wow. it's funny how that works sometimes, even within your own family. You got to get people to understand the paradigms, yeah, right? Yeah. That's my big thing about psychic stuff is you can be a professor. Right. You could be an attorney. Right. You could have all these other roles that you do, including podcasting yeah, like we yeah. do. And by the way, we can be psychic mediums too, because that just happens to be one extra skill set we exactly, do. Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. in terms of order of understanding it from the general public, like if you keep an open mind about it, it's just another role. It's a special role. Yeah. And if we do it right, we could help a lot of people with it, yeah. but it's still just a role. Yeah. It's one thing of many things we do. Okay. Now we don't want to belittle that, right? Um, Not at all. All right. So, all. so let's say that this happened when your grandfather passed and it, was right after he passed that you that night that night okay so i had a premonition from the time i was in college until 2004 about seven years all through law school college whatever right. my grandfather lived in tampa here uh -huh. north of here spring hill uh -huh. i always had a premonition that whenever he died i'd be by myself with no one to console me oh dear so guess what seven years later he left, and when he died, I was by myself with no one to console me because I was up in Baraboo, Wisconsin, coming to get that position for my old boss at the time. Uh -huh. And I just flown there that day, and I was supposed to be back the same day, but the flight got canceled. I'm at a hotel. My mom calls me. There's my premonition. Ah. Oh. So. Wow. So he's been with you. 
He's been with you, right? Constantly. And that was the point of that premonition, by the way. And I just thought about it recently. Mm -hmm. It's not that I didn't have anyone to console me. I had him to console me because he came with orbs of light and unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And I didn't need anyone else to console yeah, me after yeah, that. And yeah. that's when I became a medium. Yeah. Well, I had that too, where I always wanted a mentor. I wanted somebody greater than me, older than me, better than me. And, you know, I just never found them, you know, <laughs> so then, then all of a sudden I became the mentor for other people. I was about to say, you're the mentor <laughs> yeah. when you were looking for it. It's all yeah. within you. Yeah, right. So, so now wait a <laughs> it's minute. It's within you. Let's say uh, we've got, I, I, <laughs> there's so much, I don't know where to begin. All right. So let's say that there were, uh, before you went professionally, there was a lot of time before that. And what did you typically do? I mean, how did you go about? Great question. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's 15 years, I guess, yeah. right? From 2000, no, 2004 to 2013 yeah. years. So for 13 years, I was basically, well, I'm sure a lot of us are before we come out openly about it. I was in the psychic closet. Yeah. Not to use that term so yes, I know. loosely, but yeah. I, I practiced law in the deep South and I was doing hurricane work. So there oh. wasn't like I could be like publicly an open psychic right. in Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, or Florida. I just don't see it. Not even New Jersey. Yeah. So I'd rather, I took the low ground on that. I said, you know, I'm not going to do this. And then what I did during that time frame was the universe didn't stop me from picking up stuff. Sure. Actually, that's probably a bigger part of my story than anything else, because I would get on a flight, go to fly from Houston to, to Tampa, mm -hmm. you know, come home for a weekend. And I'd be seated next to someone who's grieving their daughter. Right. And I had to decide, should I say something? Do I not say uh, something? And I erred on the side of eventually sharing it. And every time I shared it, it became a blessing. The person thanked me afterwards, sent me an email showing me. I, I mean, just various stories like that happened over and over from the time I, I can't even define it otherwise. Mm -hmm. People I met who became close friends in my life, mm -hmm. they were grieving someone that they lost as a, as so, a significant other. And I picked up on it for many, many times. Yeah. And that was... Uh, how it started basically how it just kept going yeah well it became an important part of my life yeah, but i have to tell you uh those experiences when i did that it was a tragedy it was a tragedy because really? because you you know i i learned that unless someone comes to you because they want to know you be quiet i've had only negative experiences um okay. it, it, well it, you know for example, you have a friend. Okay, a friend uh, would be talking to me. And of course, I would, I was, you know, it's terrible because you know. And I went out and said, well, look, you know, that's not a good idea because, and, you know, I could have cut off my tongue. I should have cut off my tongue <laughs> at the time. It's hard, isn't yeah, it, though? That's the hard part. I know. So <laughs> I've been. I've been lucky. I, let me let me let me explain this further. Yeah. A lot of the people I met through those years of my life were introduced to me through my social circles. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I was just like going to the grocery store going, your mom died. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to talk to me about it? Like I wasn't like that. It was people got introduced to me and they realized through the word of mouth right. of my of circle here yeah. in Tampa. Yeah. So that's how that happened. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then I had people asking me for phone calls, like readings. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know what to do with that. And so I finally did it as a courtesy for free. Yeah. I would do them for free. Yeah. But I was like, I don't have a business. I'm not, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. I'm a lawyer. Like yeah. I always said that. So like, that's my earning capacity. Yeah. 
And then I just basically, yeah, I just, it was a process. Yeah, it took process. many years. And then I met my best friend at a wedding. Mm -hmm. uh, and she just looked at me and my, my best friend, Megan, looked at me and said, I know about you. <laughs> I know about your gifts. I know about and you. I know about you. I know about your gifts. And I want to talk to you because we, we're going to work together. We're going to be best friends. And Ooh. I looked at her like, wow. <laughs> She's psychic too. Oh, well, of course. And she became my muse. Well, and then she helped go. me set up my psychic stuff there you and go. clients and all that. So. Ah, there you go. Nice. That's really nice. I, I really wanted to talk about um, mediumship. And okay. Because uh, uh, let's say the word channeling and mediumship, there's a lot of overlap and people everyone for example yesterday two days ago i was talking to a woman she said no i channel i channel the messages and i said well you don't channel messages from a person you she said no no i get the energy the energy flows through me but she doesn't act as a medium you know okay all right now <laughs> what about you how would you describe the work that you do <laughs> you're <question>. laughing <laughs> because <laughs> there's things that always grow from it so i try to describe it and then i wind up finding out i could do more things yeah, or yeah, i have no, other no. abilities sure, sure, so. sure. but but let's say i'll do my best let's say um someone comes to you does this happen to you is this the kind of work that you do uh, someone comes to you and says um my husband died whenever i want to communicate with them Yes. Okay. Yes. There you go. That's mediumship. So we're doing. So yeah. So I'll have someone come to me. I'll put. I'll put one extra layer. I have like a. I call my psychic, like my bat line for psychic <laughs> stuff. I have my own little psychic phone bat line, right? Line. Yeah. And that rings on my on my cell phone, and because I'm still a one person game, right. I got my law right. firm, my podcasting, yeah. and my my, my psychic reading exactly. stuff. So I'm sitting there, and I'm working during business hours, but my oh. psychic bat line goes off <laughs> yeah. at 11 a.m. Yeah. And I have a strict rule of myself that I don't answer that until after hours. Like I've trained myself, yeah. but on occasion yes. I'll get spiritual intervention that says, Do answer wait. this line, yes. answer yes. this line. And every time I've done it, it's usually a grieving spouse, yeah. grieving their husband, usually left alone, wanting guidance. And I will give them a freebie, so to speak. I'll give them free guidance and free help. Yeah. And it becomes one of those very meaningful moments. Like during the, the, the call, there's like three synchronicities between time of day yes. and moment or, you know how that goes. Yeah. And, and so that's like those moments I really appreciate as a psychic because I'm like, I follow the larger message. Yeah, let's say um, you tune into something that's calling you to do that. It's, let's say it's- a and, in that, and that's just one example, mm -hmm. for example, you know, but then I pick up, I read energy, I tell people. So when I read energy, I can pick up their current life. I can pick up their- I don't know what it means if I could pick up stuff about if they ask me about a loved one or someone who's alive or a significant yeah. other, a coworker. I can pick up usually with the energy of that other person, how they interact with each other and give them guidance on that person. So kind of picking up what they're thinking and what they're, they're how they feel. Like, I don't, if that's empathic yeah. or I don't know all the terms yeah, for all yeah, the abilities. Yeah, yeah. But I still, just know I have a. Because, but like you said, you, you have to turn it off, turn it on, give yourself oh, yeah. rules, you know. Because people, there's no other way to do yeah, it. No when you have multiple roles, that's what you got to do. And I mean, people say to me, "Come on, look, what are you feeling? I have this, this." And I said, "Well, I'm not feeling anything. I'm hungry. I have to go to the supermarket. <laughs> Please, I gotta eat." No, how about this? How about when you're having an off day? And I, they happen to us, right? Yes. I mean, we're not perfect all the time. Okay. And, and like, I like to talk about forgiveness and letting go and all those. But there are mornings when I have an off day, and I have somebody yeah. who just expects recently 
a good client of mine that I have a good relationship yeah. with, somebody gets really snotty with me because I haven't been available recently. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I've been busy. And yeah. it's like, you, you got to kind of like set boundaries with everyone in your life, no matter who they are. Yeah. And that's a rough, that's, that's a, a rough, rough thing, thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a rough thing to do with anyone, friends, family, you know, um, but but we get through it. I mean, we have to think exactly. about number one. All right, we get that. Um, so, so let's say, uh, let me ask you, what is the most interesting experience that you've had working professionally in the capacity of a psychic? No, because I was going to say, Lawyer, uh, I got, I got psychic. One. I got an anecdote for All this right, one. Go on, I think. Go on. You tell me if, if it's a All good right. one. I'll tell you. I, I, obviously, I was at a wedding in New Jersey yeah. for my best friend Heather and her wife. They were getting married. Yeah. I officiated them at the oh, wedding. Nice. I met another doctor who's a physician. Mm -hmm. And fast forward six months, we kept in touch during that time. Yeah. She calls me in a panic one night. Can you help me find my dog? They're oh. in the car looking for their dog in New York State. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in Florida. Yeah. I'm sitting on my couch in this room. Yeah. And she says, can you help me find my dog? I have three dogs. So one dog went missing three days ago. I thought of you from the wedding. And I didn't know what else to do. So here I am. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I don't read animals. I don't know what to do with this situation. <laughs> so I sat back. I sat back and I had her on speakerphone and I kind of just took three deep breaths, yeah. which is what I do to ground yeah. myself. And guess what? I started picking up on her dog. Yeah. And I said, well, you're going to find your dog within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Your dog's going to be in a cabin with three triangular thin windows. The guy who owns the place works for a local uh, park or some type of, he's, he has some type of official capacity. Yeah. I said, there's a tan leash around your dog. I said, and your dog's going to be fine. And so I told her all that. She posted that into a message on her Facebook group uh -huh. for that community of where they all live. Yeah. And 24 hours later, I get four missed calls on my phone. And I'm like, uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> so I call her back and she's frantically like, Jason, you found, you found it to a T, to a T. And she's like, and she showed me pictures of the windows oh. and I had her on my show afterwards to talk nice. about it. I felt like that was a feel good story yeah. where I, I am understanding that yes, animals have spirits just like loved yeah, ones do. And we can be connected to our animal loved ones, just like regular loved yeah. ones. So I've evolved from those type of experiences, but that's definitely one of my stories yeah. I'd say so far. So have you ever, uh, crossed the two professions uh, being the psychic in your work as a lawyer, as an attorney, how, you know, knowing when you see the face I make, yeah. like, how does that work? Yeah. I don't well, even know. Knowing when not to I'm take break a job or knowing how it's going to no. go. I don't do the mixing. Cause I'm going to tell you why uh -huh. ethics rules for attorneys are very, it's like our, our, our law. It is our what law. Is it? It's the ethics of lawyers for every state has your own ethics right. rules. And there's a, the larger understanding aspirational rules. And when you sit for five bar exams, well, four bar exams away been to Texas, but when you sit for multiple bar exams and you learn the ethics rules, right. and when you realize you're a psychic medium, the compromise I made with myself, there's no ethics rules governing psychic medium attorneys as such Ooh. by product of that. Ooh. And by default, I do not blend those ah, at all. I, I don't let that happen. I keep them completely rigidly separate. Uh huh. Well, and so I've had clients in the past. Yeah. See, I hadn't had to worry about it too much at first because my psychic <laughs> stuff was with a pseudonym, Jason Zook. Yeah, right. And my law practice is a different one, uh -huh. Jason Ciafalo. Yeah. So yeah. it's two different names. And so for a while, it didn't really interact. And then it started interacting when my podcast started gaining popularity. That's then I started having me. people asking yeah. me. 
Are you Jason Zook? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, listen, by the way, I found out about your podcast. And then I just smile. I don't know what else to right, do. Right. Yeah. That at one point, uh, my children started calling me Christelle Martinet. <laughs> was my pseudonym in my YouTube channel. Yeah. Well, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the, the thing is that, you, you, like you say, you know, I, I don't make them mix. Okay. That's almost impossible at times. You know, it really is. Um, Try me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't. I've never done it. And my law part, my current law partners, they know I'm psychic. Other lawyers I work with know I'm psychic. The only thing I can give you closest to that is when I'm out with somebody and they'll ask me something privately as a friend. Yeah. I don't charge them for it. I'll hang out with somebody having dinner before COVID. And they're like, hey, what do you think is going to happen to me? I know you're intuitive. Do you pick up anything? Under that type right, of thing, sure. yeah. I'll say, oh, by the way, this is what I'm picking up. But nothing beyond that in any formal or official capacity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm... Picture a wall between the two. <laughs> I'm officially giving up my tenured professorialship. <laughs> I'm... Well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so done. And the thing is that... Um, it, there there was st mixing this year a student okay. came to me and said look and she had just started taking my classes and she said i'm and and she skipped class she just came to one class out of five okay she contacted me because she says, i know that you do this right okay let her talk what <laughs> are those kind of people right <laughs> i know you do this yeah. i do what <laughs> yeah I know you do it. Yeah. And she said, uh, because my aunt just lost her husband, she's really, I, I don't know what to say. Maybe you can do something. Okay. Uh, so I, I thought, so I worked with her and I said, tell her this, 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 this. And then she kept coming back. And I said, look, I'm sorry. I cannot do this. I, I can't do this. No. And that's that. And that, and then I thought, okay, now I have to draw the line. What do you want to That's do? That's hard. Yeah, it is. And so I decided to make, you know, take this decision. I'm working on a book. I've got a lot of things uh, going. And so I'm, you know, that was- You're building up your stuff. Yeah. That's it. You know, I've, I've, that's a one part of my life that's over. That's what I said to myself. That's over. And I never, I'm not looking back. I, November 1st is my last, I mean, November 1st is my day of freedom. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what I get? Yeah, what? I get you walking through those, I get you through, walking through a figurative gate and just smiling as oh, you walk God. to the future and don't look oh, past. God. And I see you feeling the freedom of it and not having to feel like you have to worry about anything nothing, else. Nothing. And I think the more you dedicate to that and the more you focus on that, the more success yeah. you're going to have follow your way because you're a light worker and light workers yeah. light the guide and yeah. help I've others. I've been and smiling for the past two months, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because all right, tomorrow I have work. I've got a lot of work to do, but I have writing to do. I have things that I have to write. Isn't that so like... I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, like this holiday weekend is Labor yeah, Day weekend. Yeah, I know. And COVID is raging worse in Florida yes. than it did a year ago. Yes. So, you know, I'm vaccinated, but I'm still not going anywhere. I know, I I'm know, staying I know. put the whole weekend. Yeah. So I've been sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, if I didn't have my podcasting. Yeah, what would I be doing? What would I be doing right now? 
really. But you know what? I love every second. Of I, know, it. I know. I love every second. I know. And it's giving me a purpose in other ways. I haven't had purpose in a long time. So for me, connecting with someone as amazing as you around the world, realizing we yeah. both grew up in a similar state, yeah. the same state. Yeah, really. It's uh, yeah. it's powerful. Yeah. I was, the connections. I was, uh, I almost paid for a ticket off November 3rd. I was coming for three weeks. And then I was listening to all of these horrible stories and New Jersey. And, and I thought, no. I'm going to wait for the spring. And the, oh, this yeah. is the second year, I think. <laughs> I feel my heart goes out to everybody terrible. right now affected terrible. by Ida up there. I mean, it's, it's been horrendous up yeah. there. But, but, but now um, I mentioned writing, okay? And I mentioned tomorrow I have a lot of things. I'm going, I'm going to the beach. <laughs> I'm going to the beach and I'm coming home only because I have to record <laughs> in the evening. So <laughs> now I'm turning that to you. Now, are we going to see a book? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this. Yeah. And this is from one fellow podcaster to a fellow. Or, or By the way, congratulations. Did I read Pod- your mind? <laughs> no, it's interesting because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this because you're top ranked with Podmatch, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, well, so are you. We, we, I know. We, but and th- keep in mind, Podmatch is something that I just attribute a lot of my current enjoyment and, yeah. and energy and it's like, it's almost like, you know, I call it like a supplement you take for yes. a podcast to make yes. it healthier. Yes. You take your vitamins, you take your pod match. Yeah, it's such a great <laughs> environment that is. I think the, it's, it's beautiful. Fantastic. And everyone I'm meeting through it, it's, it's like amazing people. Fantastic. I'm like so excited not to give the plug for pod yeah, match, but, but I just did. You know, right? we need it. They're so good. But they deserve it. Yeah, they deserve it. They deserve and it. And they're so wonderful. And so, absolutely. And so, going back to your original question to me, you asked if I'll ever write a book. I have a book in mind. It's a lot <laughs> because my life experience isn't really written yet. So, well, when you I, say I a know lot, that... um, you have it in mind. Okay. Now that's what you're thinking about is actually three different books, you know, in my mind. Um, <sighs> Tune into my energy. I, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I love it. No, I mean, we've got the grandfather, you know, we've got the- There's a lot. There's I know a lot. That, no, there's, there's even more. Books. There's more than even that. <laughs> it's even more than that. It's like stuff I can't even disclose because it's still well, happening right three. now. At least three for now. I mean, in the immediate uh, uh, time, you know, but, but the thing is that it's so hard to get off the ground because of so many hats that we have. Uh, there's got to be a way for you to start. And- um, you might want to think about that and think about. I, I probably would. I probably would have to wait until I make a sufficient recovery in one of my current cases coming up, and then invest in a ghostwriter. Well, maybe, I was just going to say a ghostwriter because I have like ADD. I have ADD. The reason okay. podcasting is good, good for me is because it good. helps my good. ADD because I can pick okay. up something, do something, do something. It's steps. Okay, I have a, a, an excellent ghostwriter who's not ghostwriting me. She's consulting me with me to enter the United States market because that's where my book is going. And she's on the ball. I'm going to give you. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. She's great. Great. She's, uh, she's There's crazy. a lot. It's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Not like I'm like anyone else, but we all have a lot to unpack yeah, yeah. when we come up with what we yeah. want to write about. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's like a sister too. She's she's excellent to work wow. with. Yeah. Um, I love the connections we yeah. make through podcasting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's no other way to go around no, it, right? No. It's like, I'm going to share this with you right now. So I have the Social Psychic Radio right. Show. 
And then I also started Psychic Visions with my best friend, Megan Cain. Now tell me about that. So that's a podcast we've been talking about for years. I met her in 2016 Mm -hmm. and her abilities have just blown up since then. And so long story short, her her psychic ability, she owns a metaphysical shop. She's a a jewelry designer Mm -hmm. and entrepreneur and got a whole plethora of things Mm -hmm. she does. Uh, podcasting of her of her own, by the way, called the Bodacious Mind. So she has her own podcast, and so now she and I started Psychic Visions. It's like literally, she came to me and said, "I think we're ready for that show." And I was like, "Okay." I meditated on it, came up with the concept and everything within a day. Now the psychic <laughs> we visions. Within what's a week. the uh, rationales? Yeah. So basically, it's the idea that everyone's intuitive, yes. and that we are exploring ourselves within as well as throughout. Mm-hmm. And so our show is going to focus on other people who are intuitive, such as. Claudia Monticelli. <laughs> We'd like to have you on, by the way. Um, the, talk about psychic experiences, spirituality, but also the intersection of the two and, and realizing that it's more widespread than we realize. Yeah. And, it's, and it's something. And we're going to talk about UFOlogy, missing Very people. Very nice. Uh, I'm getting those, into that. Those are things that she started me on. She started me on, the, on the, the content for my show. Megan was behind a good part of the beginning part of the content and the ideas. Yeah, no, it's excellent. So. This is, I mean, we've got to start talking about aliens. We've got to talk about that. It's there. It's there. Um, it's like the sun in the sky, but you're looking at the moon going, ah, it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, I could remember when I was little and I used to think, nah, they're talking about UFOs. That's nothing. Ah, they're lights in the, you know, in the in the sky. It looks like a, a saucer, flying saucer, but it's not. And it was. <laughs> and now we're reading about it. You know, this is very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, no. You want to hear something else? Go shoot. I'll share my creative flow with All you. Right. So today, oh. before our show, yes. I was in the shower. Mm-hmm. I come out of the shower. I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, I get. I don't know if you're like this when you create things, but my creativity has been probably off the charts recently. Ah. And so I came mm-hmm. up with the idea of creating another podcast Good. for myself. That's just me. Yeah. Let's let's shine a bright light on you. It's going to recognize mentors and people who have special abilities right. to help so people unsung heroes. The name that you came up with was "Let's Shine a Light." A bright light, a bright light on you. Uh-huh. And and so before the show, I had an hour to come up with a concept. I already came up with the intro for it and the simple cover art, and I've already registered it. <laughs> so I'm on the path of setting this up. I envision people telling me um, names of people they want to nominate to come on the show. Oh. Unsung heroes. Good. First responders. People oh, who help others. Okay. People who are very okay. giving. Very nice. It could be anything. Nice. And it's a very broad spectrum, but it could highlight some interesting people. Very, very So that's nice. a new concept I'm looking good. at. Good. Sounds good. <laughs> this one-man show is getting very wide. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Now, where are we going to go from here? Um, uh, let's say, uh, what about your uh, your work as a lawyer? Now, for those of you who are listening to us, those are parakeets. What's the name of those two? Uh, parrots. I could parrots. I could take care of that if you no, want me no, to. No, no, I want to know those. what their names are. Peaches and Pepper in the background <laughs> in the other room. That's more peaches. She's a loud one. She's a Sunshi Conyer, and then I have African Grey. Oh, wow. And uh, Wow. So, yeah. But she's not normally that loud, so I apologize well, to jealous, you in the audience. Probably. <laughs> so tell us about your work as a lawyer. 
What kind of work is it? Basically, I sue insurance companies oh. for first party property insurance claims, oh. hurricanes, flood, oh, wow. dam any type of damage claims like that. Uh huh. So and you've been doing this forever. This is your, that's your line of work, right? I've been doing it for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. Actually, this year is going to be 20 years yeah. in, in September. So right now. Wow. I've had my license 20 years. Wow. That's interesting. Well, how did you get to Florida? Because you said you grew up in New Jersey like I did. What, what brought you there? My grandparents uh, live down here. Yeah. Do you want me to take no, care no, of that No, 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 no. That's fine. Sure? I feel bad. No. Animals are animals, but I feel bad. What? I, animals are animals, but I feel bad. No. I could turn no, off the- No, no, the, no. The, no, no, no. Yeah, no worries. All right. So basically going back to what I was saying, um, your question was, if you could repeat that again, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, um, what brought you to Florida from New Jersey? Because- Sure. Yeah. My grandparents retired to Florida when I was a little kid, and I grew up with them for the first 12 years of my life because I was in a single-parent family. My ah, mom and my brother I see. lived with mm -hmm. my grandparents. So the first 12 years of my life, my grandparents raised me, basically, my mom. Uh -huh. And then they moved to Florida when my grandfather retired. And when he moved to Florida, I used to come down and visit them from the time I was 12 till the time I was 17. And every time I came to Florida, it was always when it was snowy rainy yeah. cold in new jersey yes, we know so i'd come down here in the you know the winter months or the spring months or whatever and fall in love with florida and just knew i was coming here and then i went and got into the university of tampa ah. and never looked back yeah yeah no I, you can't you don't look back except except if you suffer in the heat i can see that i mean you, you... well and then not being not having central air for a month right now yeah no. <laughs> here in florida in the, in the hottest month of the month year of the probably year. yeah yeah but i have these little portable units i'm using till i get the ac replaced shortly so but it gives you an, a keen appreciation of ac yeah, central no, air definitely when you're living in florida definitely i mean i have air conditioning in italy 15 minutes from the coliseum so you've got to have wow. it <laughs> yeah yeah i've I've adjusted my mindset, concept, all that. It all changes. You know, first few days, it's like, this is unbearable. And then you kind of learn to appreciate that I have these little portable AC units yeah. in each room. And I don't know. It kind of gives you guidance it's it's, <laughs> in a weird but way. Just, like, but, but you're, do, you could power through things you with your mindset snow? changes. What's that? Do you miss the snow? Never. Ever. <laughs> I've had enough blizzards in Jersey. I don't miss the snow. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. No, I like the four seasons, but it does get hairy in New Jersey. I mean, it now, especially it's, um, the flooding really did a number, um, in, Ugh. yeah, it really, really, do you have to, do you deal with, uh, cases there with insurance cases? I haven't, I haven't done anything up there in five years, mm -hmm. probably. So I, I doubt I will. Cause I'm more focused down here yeah. in Florida. We have a pretty active caseload here. Yeah. There's enough going on down South. Yeah. So, I mean, three podcasts, we have the psychic. Social. Well, I'm being very ambitious. I know. <laughs> no, no. Wait, 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 you still have this psychic social radio, right? That's the name of it? Psychic yeah, the Social Psychic Radio Psych Show. Social yeah. Psychic Radio. Then with your friend now, what's the... T psychic Visions. Psychic Visions. Okay. And the, the the shower, the one that you cooked up in the shower was... That does sound kind of strange to say it that way, but... On... Let's shine a bright light on okay. you. It's, it's something right. I want to do because of mentoring and recognizing right. people who make a difference. I feel yeah. like I could... I had a few guests come on my show where they do that internally with their nonprofit or their yeah. charity. And I, I got the idea of, hey, how cool would it be to have a podcast featuring people who are outstanding? Yeah. 
get them to have like, you know, get them to tell their story Heroes. to your audience mm-hmm. and then they can yeah. feature that. And it's always positive. That's not many shows have always, always positive. positive. Things, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that, that, Definitely. Well, I I would suggest you first go with your friend, the visions. Let that get off. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then- we're already yeah, we have we have uh, two episodes Great. so far. We're working on our Great. third. And then we have uh, a book coming out. I'm going to throw the um, ghostwriter your way. She'll take care <laughs> of you. <laughs> Great, Tony. You love her. That'll be good. And uh, so now what about the future? Let's forget about all of these things going on now. If you can look into the future that, you know, I know you're psychic, but <laughs> so you're. I can tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'm not going to hold back. All right, go. So it goes into my name, the J- Jason Zook, the social psychic. In 2012, I had a premonition dream here in Tampa. Uh-huh. I came back early to surprise my friends on an early flight yeah. and they all surprised me because they're all unavailable. <laughs> so I wound up <laughs> hanging out here. I fell asleep on the couch and I had a premonition dream. And in my premonition dream, I was in a, a green iguana kind of bar. It was like very wooded, rustic area. Like Florida has those kind of bars, yeah. very open, mm-hmm. packed with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I was asking around who's here, who's here. And a woman with these win- uh, these feather earrings. Yeah like the dream catcher earrings she turned her head and she said oh jason's look the social psychics here he's uh filming for a show good for you and they're giving out t-shirts ah. and so when i had that whole experience i woke up and i said i'm gonna call myself jason's look the social psychic when i'm gonna decide to be openly psyched now it's four years before i did it yeah. so i knew i'd either have my own reality show my own youtube filming type production or something in the future that i would work to but I knew I wouldn't get paid. I'd get paid through advertising. Like I'm not real keen on wanting to get paid with, you know, I like doing readings and yeah. all, but if I can get off of doing readings and actually have like an advertising thing I do in the future. And I don't know how to do any of that, by the way, like even with my podcast, I've never monetized. I it know, yet. I know. I, have I. I enjoy the, the creative side of it. And so for me to think this way, makes me feel like there's a couple of stages down the road. I'm going to work to that level someday. Yeah. But that's what I think I'm going to be doing in the future at some point is growing onto video and doing a lot more produce producing things producing yeah so so that brings in a whole other um segment you know uh the not only the audio but the audio visuals so we could possibly think of a short film strips or some kind of i don't i i, I wouldn't say that i think it's gonna be either more of an active youtube channel that i okay. invest in and get okay. produced i know you have a, YouTube I have a lot of creative content yeah Tons of, I have, well, right now my YouTube channel basically has a couple of videos right. I put out originally about three years ago. Uh-huh. And then now I've been doing the, the interviews as I catch up because right. I have a lot of those that I have to put up there, yeah. but all my video segments for our interviews are going to be up there. Yours too, as well, by the way, <laughs> at some point we're catching up. Um, I've started um, putting out two episodes a week because it's just too backed up and I don't like things backing <laughs> up. I, I like to get it out because then I could go ahead and go forward, you know? I haven't been bored at all recently at all. I'm never bored. No, I always have ever, something I can work ever. on. No, no, no. We don't get bored. We don't get bored. I've got seven books I have to write. <laughs> I've got all of that. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. Seven? Well, you know, that's what I do. I write. So <laughs> that's probably the I thing that. that gives me most pleasure is well speaking but getting it out in um in book form because it it, it's a different communication it really is um and the thing with writing is that you 
you have to be used to putting in Italian we say la parola fini put the end you know you have to get the end period onto the next one that's hard <laughs> that's hard absolutely yeah. let me ask about uh, your current podcast not the one uh, the visions this one um how do you organize it do you have it with uh seasons have you gone through seasons i'm on season four right now ah season four so um when did you decide to finish a season it kind of finishes it for me on the anniversary date of when i started the show oh. so i started the show march of 2018 so every time the march of the following year hits i make it season two season three season four okay so, so is it a weekly podcast or do you <laughs> it started out as a weekly podcast. Yeah. It used to be Thursday nights at eight o'clock. I'd have live shows. Then yeah. that morphed into pre-recorded authors coming on that I've got fed through publicists I work very well with. Yeah. And so I wound up doing pre-recorded segments. And then I do those. Plus I have call-in shows. Mm -hmm. I like that. And then ever since probably, I would have to think, and I've also started taking on expanded topics like social justice right. issues spirituality. So I've expanded the reach of what I'm doing too. Mm -hmm. So right now though, I've had days where I do three episodes in a day. Oh dear. I've had weekends. But, but that you yeah, put them I've, out also. I put them out. Yeah. Three in a day. Oh yeah. Well, I produced, I produced the three okay. and then I got to go back and edit. So yes, I have a little backlog right now, but I'm catching up on everything. So actually in, a moment, week, in a week, you could get out as many as five episodes. The most I've had that I've gotten out since I've been working in June was 13 in a week. Oh, geez. I think it was 13 in a week. Wow. Either I did recorded 13 or I got out okay. 13. I, I can see the recording see, getting them out. Ah, interesting. So I don't, shouldn't feel bad with, with upping the, you know, output. I've got to, you get know it. what? I'll tell you this. I, I feel me. I feel like I should have done this a long time yeah, ago in a way. I wish I could have, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I didn't go to school for any of this. I didn't know how to do anything like podcasting. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's a, it's a process, yeah. but I, I, I just know I enjoy it. I get, I get a high off it, a, yeah. a runner's high kind of yeah. feeling when I enjoy my interviews yeah, yeah. and the relationships you can connect with yes. people. Are, and I learn from every interview I do. Yeah. No, that's, it's, that's the best part of podcasting. You know, maybe we'll learn one day to monetize it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have my YouTube channel monetized. That's enough, you know. I'm I'm not even there yet on that. I'm still kind of in the neophyte stage. Yeah. You'll get uh, there. We're working on yeah, that. We're working I'm working on, on, that. on. So, what's the title of the first book? What's What's that going to be? The title? Have you thought about that? I haven't even got to go that back to the shower no. and think of a title. <laughs> The book has always been on a distant horizon. Yeah, I have to get yeah. myself in a certain yeah. level of success in my even. And my mom will be critical of me when I say this, but I don't always feel like I'm on where I want to be, where I'd be writing books yet. Yeah, I feel like I'm still got a lot more to but do you see, to prove to you myself. Know, Jason, books are funny that way um, because they they write themselves in many ways. Now I'm not talking about a ghostwriter, but but obviously a ghostwriter can't do anything without an input, right? So it is your story, uh, but they write themselves. I mean, I know I got a story to tell. Well, you've got a cup. I like I said, at least three, three. Least <laughs> All right, now. maybe three. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. So, how was Woodstock? You said you your mom came on. Had it changed? The interview yesterday. Oh my god, 
can I say that too? How much fun is it when you find an amazing person to interview, like my mom, for yeah. example, or other people yeah. like you? Every guest, it's like I record the episode and do it when I when we're doing when this step recording, and then later on I get to go back to it to edit it and I relive it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And it's like I'm like the first person who gets to hear what yeah. I produce, right? Like yeah, you, yeah, you, do, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, I know. You're the first person who gets know, to hear what it is that you're doing, and it's great to hear and it so, again. I get to listen to it. It's like birthing it. You listen to it and then you edit it and then you, I, I get it out and then I don't really do anything else with it after that. Yeah. But for me, it's such a, it's such a, a, a rewarding experience. Yeah. I love the podcasting. So. I just love it, love it, love it. And on that note, I'm going to say arrivederci. We will get together again. Jason, thank you so Absolutely. much for coming. I really appreciate it. Thank you. We'll do this again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.